All right, right. Let's get on it. Let's get on it. It's not my weekend podcast with your boy Jerry G. What's up, everybody? It's Monday night. It's February twenty seventh. Dog, ya se terminó febrero, and uh, you know it's only twenty eight days, homie. And uh, I don't know how I feel about just a twenty eight day month. I don't know how. What sense does that make? Why? Why is it only 28 days in February? I wonder if there's a reason for it, dog. Should we Wikipedia that shit or what? Huh? Let me see here. Why is there only 28 days in February? Whose fucking idea was this? All right, here we go. Because Romans believed... Even numbers to be unlucky. Unlucky. Each month had an odd number of days, which altered, alternated between 29 and 31. But in order to reach 355 days, one month had to be an even number. February was chosen to be the unlucky month with 28 days. How about that? Did we just all learn something right now? Because I just did, dog. I, just, I had no idea. So basically, it's unlucky to have even number of days in a month. First off, which I had no idea uh, that even numbers are bad luck. Second of all, they have to reach to 355 days because that's how long it takes for us to go around the sun, right? I'm, I'm guessing. And so, one of the months had to be 28 days. And they decided that it's going to be Black History Month. That's the month we're going to decide. Que coincidencia. Que coincidencia. Que ese mismo mes se los dieron a los compitas, a nuestros amigos. Los morenitos. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sucks, right? That's a no, that's a whole other fucking story there. How they deliberately give, uh, like the, that that month, right? Whatever, dog. Whatever. Their excuse is because that's Abraham Lincoln's birthday month, and Abraham Lincoln sir uh, freed the slaves, so they're gonna give him fair. Que casualidad, right? I, I'm guessing MLK was n of no importance in January to them. And uh, also, there's us in the, there's other presidents' birthdays in February besides Abraham Lincoln, dog. That's why we have President's Day in February. Damn, I'm dropping some knowledge today, fool. Uh, yeah, man, I, maybe because I started taking this pill today. Just today, I started taking this brain pill, dog, to strengthen my brain, dog. Um... My mom got me these pills, my mom. Mijo, mijo, te compré unas pastillas que son para la memoria. And my mom, like, stresses so much about Alzheimer's and losing your mind and your memory. Because um, that's what my grandma had, her mom. That's what she passed away of. And it's an ugly disease, man. It's a ugly, scary, disgusting, bad, sad. It's probably one of the worst things you can ever go through with a family member. Like, losing their mind. And they become vegetables eventually, dog, where they can't... They basically literally forget to eat, forget to go to the bathroom, forget where they're at. Like, their mind just shuts down, and they become vegetables, fool, eventually, dog. And, but it's a very slow process. Like, my grandma 
had Alzheimer's for over 10 years, dog. Like, they, they, they diagnosed her over 10 years. So she lived with this shit for over 10, for over 10, 15 years. And so she slowly started deteriorating, forgetting everything, fool. Our names, where she's at. And I remember it started where, like, she couldn't cook at first. Like, she started, like, fucking up, burning all the food, overcooking, putting too much salt. Like, she kept going back every two minutes to put more salt on the food. Uh, yeah, it was crazy, dog. Uh, and burning it, of course. All the time, las tortillas. Las tortillas, abuela. Las tortillas. Every, that was like, every, first it was funny as fuck. Because it would happen all the time. So it was funny. And then it turned into, oh, this lady, uh, something's really up here, dog. She just went through a whole pack of tortillas. And it stopped being funny after the six tortillas, dog. And she just burned 28 of them. Uh, um, yeah, it was, it's an ugly disease. So my mom really stresses about that. So she bought these pills and like, hey, te unas pastillas. Un frasco, a frasco, it has maybe like 50 pills. And I think it's the, the, she said it was like, she paid almost a hundred bucks, dog. Cause, and not that she's throwing in my face. She just said, that's how good they are. They're expensive. They're real shit. Cause you know, I'm like, man, donde comprando esas cosas? You know, this and that. No, son las buenas. Mira, este, tienen... Este, you know, let's pay casi, casi 100 dollars. I'm like, 100 dollars? Are you kidding me, dude? She's like, no, but it's buenas. And everyone's raves, you know, everyone says they're good. And I'm like, all right. She's like super excited about it. She's like, no, mijo, tienes que tomar esas pastillas. Tú sabes que nosotros, la familia, es bien <laughs> what, forgetful. What do you say? Spanish? Whatever. And so I was like, I forget. How do you say it in Spanish? I forget. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm just like Fine, fine I try to pay her for it She's like No, it's my gift It's my birthday gift to you Oh, damn See, that's how old I am now I'm getting vitamins As birthday gifts, fool Fucking crazy, fool Anyways So anyway, yeah So like I get them And I forgot what I was talking about already See, they're not even working Oh, yeah Then I took these pills I took them my first one today Because I kept forgetting Right? Kept forgetting And she gave it to me Around my birthday weekend, fool Which is Early February, you know. Anyways, I've had them here in my room for a while, and I am—I did, I, because I, she made me like promise her, you better take them, promete me. And then she's called me, of course, a few times since. ¿Cómo están las pastillas? And I've, you know, I'm, I hope I don't go to hell. I hope I don't go to hell, but I had to lie to my mom a couple of times. Yes, I started taking them, and she's like, hey, ¿Cómo te sientes? Me siento muy bien. Me siento más poderoso de la mente, más fuerte. Este, me acordé de hablarle hoy. <laughs> Las pastillas me ayudaron a acordarle, acordarme que le tengo que hablar a usted. And anyways, a saludarla. Um, but yeah, dog, she's like, qué bueno, mijo, qué bueno. Síguete tomándolas. Síguete las tomando. Están muy buenas esas pastillas. Te van a ayudar mucho. Yes, mami, yes, mami. And, you know, obviously, when I would lie to her, it was also a reminder, like, bitch, stop lying to your mom and take these fucking pills, dog. Um, and so eventually today, today I remember, dog. I finally, I would, obviously I was out of town this weekend. I'll touch on that in a little bit, but eventually, like you know, today I was chilling, you know, resting up a little bit. It's cold, it's rainy outside. I was home, and you know, I was just like, oh, the pills, dog. I gotta take these damn pills, fool. And so I took a pill today. Today is the twenty seventh of February, the first pill, and I'm gonna go on from here. Hopefully, I won't forget to take them. All this hacky is. Um, Oldest hackiest joke of the world. One of them is uh I forget to take I forget to take my 
Alzheimer's pills or whatever the fuck. Anyways, all right. So anyway, that's that. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how it goes, man. Um, hopefully they do something, dog. At the very least, you know, the, one of the reasons, obviously, besides, of course, not hopefully, you know, not getting Alzheimer's one day. But, yeah, I just want to do one. Hopefully, maybe, maybe it helps me strengthen my mind, stimulate my brain a little bit. And I can maybe expand my thoughts and horizons. I'm really into right now writing, guys. I've been really motivated. Uh, Ralph Barbosa, to be honest with you, has very much motivated me. The way this guy's blowing up and writing jokes and material and staying on it. Uh, which today I I got to see that fool on uh, Thursday. And I got to see him again last night at the Bray Improv. I showed up a little late. I was supposed to do a guest spot, but... My flight landed at Casilla Seis way and the show's at seven, so I didn't get there till almost eight when he was about to go up. But anyways, uh, yeah, like I think I'm thinking why, like why am I so motivated right now? But many reasons are right. I there's you know times where I get like really motivated, then I forget, then I get up there and whatever. But this kid right here, man, just watching this kid just blow up and have the great success that he's having, and it just makes me want to be like, yeah, it lines you up What is that called Sparks a little Fucking fire under you I like that man I like that I needed that I need that push Sometimes fool And I'm also I got tons of shows I, I'm That's another thing That's motivating me That oh, people A lot of people Are calling and Emailing with With dates Availabilities And I realized Like man A lot of people Want me to perform For them Their city Their venue Their place um, Which by the way We added a couple more cities Which I'll tell you about all that motivates me, like, damn, I got to bring it, fool. Like, I got to bring it. And it's, uh, so many places I've been to before, I got to bring it, dog. Uh, new shit. And um, so I've been, I've been writing a lot. And some of these bits and premises and complete jokes that I've written, like, some of them are pretty good. Some of them are pretty good. And they're motivating me to write more. Like, you know, like, um, for those of you who have seen me lately, there's a bit that I just wrote in January about my kids playing basketball who I wrote around January and now obviously it's the end of February. So I've been working on it for like four, six weeks, like on stage. And it's just getting like, I'm just having, when I say it's getting funnier and funnier, what I mean by that is that I'm having more and more fun doing it, right? That's that's how I know it's a good bit. When I'm having a fun time saying it and sharing it and expressing it. That's how I know it's a good joke. I'm not trying to say, oh, it's fucking funny. You're going to fucking love it, eh? No, it's not like that. It's just my self-satisfaction, uh, definitely, right? Like, when I just enjoy bringing this joke out. You know, there's jokes that I really like, but I don't know how they're going to do, so which means it's not ready, fool, or maybe it's not it. Just move on. Um, But with that bit, then I, I from that, I, the momentum started. And then after all the time, obviously, that pinche Ralphie started blowing up more and more and bigger, bigger, bigger. And I was just like, ah, this kid fucking doing it. This kid's going, man, this fucking dude makes me want to fucking do something more, too. And, um, yeah, so the bits are good. So I was in Boston this weekend and then Washington, D.C. All three, sh- uh, did one show. I did one show in Boston, one nighter, and then I did two Two Friday night in Washington, D.C., and then two again Saturday night. So four. Total five shows. I did a total of five shows this weekend. Um, all five sh- shows were dope, man. Um, small rooms. Uh, uh, Boston was probably like 80 people. 
and then pinche Washington DC was like what 50 60 people like 60 people like slammed sardined up in there all four shows packed up fuck up um like I said I didn't want to take a lot of credit because that one of the Friday shows was selling out regardless they always sell out every Friday um and but Saturday a lot of actual fans showed up man actual actual fans I was very happy to see real fans coming to pay to see me on a Saturday night very very far away from Huntington Park California and Washington DC it was very cool to see very cool shout out to Pinche El Romer finally got to meet you David Esquivel uh, uh Johnny something I'll look him up I think I wrote him down fool but yeah dog, that was just tripping out uh, I got to hang out with Romer for a little bit and this crazy fucking girl and his homies and shit uh had a blast out there and and it was just good man it was good vibes man real good vibes all weekend long uh steven ramirez also from washington dc uh and uh junior oh that's junior from Plasens. yeah dog that's a different place um yeah fool so steven david and romer and johnny fool all these fools coming out to the show and one cat brought like 14 people with him, dog, to the show. Man, it was beautiful, bro. Like, I can't complain, dog. It was a beautiful situation. And with that said, I'm also trying out new material there. And I think that room being such a intimate, ay, 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 small, cool fucking room. For those of you guys who went or been there, no, it's a real cool. It's like a literally like, pinche, like a fucking living room, dog. It's un pinche cuarto, way. Snug, bro. But it's dope, man. It's so dope. And when you're in a venue like that, you have to try out new jokes. You have to, bro. Like, if you bomb in front of 50, 60 people, it's okay. It's not going to get to you as bad as in front of a big-ass audience like an Ontario Improv or Bray Improv, Laugh Factory. It's not going to affect you as much, especially when I'm doing four in the weekend where I could I could shake it off right away and do the next one. Right? To another different small group. And this was not the easiest rooms, to be honest with you. As much fun I had. I could say I had fun. I did startle. I did stumble a little bit. I did. This is East Coast. There's not that many, like, like you know, I have a thick L.A. accent. And I look brown as shit. You know, not many Mexicans out there. So it's a lot of Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, uh, Central American, Nicaragua, you know, uh, South Americans, fool, a lot of that. Which is fine. To me, they're just Latinos and they're all beautiful people, dog. And of course, there was a lot of white people as well. And so it, it, what I'm trying to say, the challenge was there. There was a good challenge for of me trying out new shit and out of my comfort zone, not in my safe haven of L.A. and pinche this and that and Spanglish. Obviously, I still do the Spanglish, but they got different kind of Spanglish, right? Just the tone. And the tempo of your voice is a di big difference, you know. But I was really looking forward to this challenge, including in Boston. Like, in Boston, I had a really fun crowd. Like, they were all about it. But let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, the first fucking four, three to five minutes, they, they were, like, trying to figure me out. And I can tell. I can tell they were trying to figure me out because they weren't laughing, dog. Like, they literally were not laughing, like, much at all. And... Somewhere, somewhere, I did, I said, like, basically, I kind of realized, okay, I, I knew I wasn't bombing because they're listening. They're listening. They want to laugh. That's So I have that to my advantage. There's a hot crowd. They're good. They're a good crowd. 
it was very diverse. There was black people there, Dominicans, whites, Latinos, different kinds of Latinos. Uh, diverse crowd, about 80, 85 people, dog. Right? And so I go up there, you know, this and that, I'm from L.A., you know, this and that. I was trying to make fun of the snow. I forgot what I said. It wasn't that funny. Whatever the fuck I said. Something about, um, you know, I'm only used to seeing snow in the bathroom stalls. Some shit like that. Whatever. Again, they're looking at me like, who the fuck is this fucking guy? Because I think what it is, is they're trying to figure out my accent and how to, like, understand it and follow it. So then I check myself and I've, I I kind of realize this. I'm a professional, ladies and gentlemen. Soy profesional, cabrones. I realize the tone. I, I feel the tone of the of the room. And I said, oh, they're not getting me. Because what I'm saying, stuff. I'm saying funny things. But they're probably not comprehending me. Ay, ay, ay. They're not comprehending me, fool. So I, I just basically, I just slow down. Back the fuck up. Put my cup down, you know. And just, all right, let's just slow down here. How's everyone doing? Happy to be here from LA, Los Angeles, California. Anyone ever been out there? Get a couple. It sucks, right? Cali, right? Apparently, they're going through a big freeze over there, right? They're, they're, they're getting a taste of what the East Coast, they're going through the worst fr- storm in years, dog. It's, it's literally. 67 degrees right now And we're dying Like you know Trying to make a fucking joke So some people Are like They get it And some people are like Are you being serious bro Are you really complaining About 67 degrees Like I'm like So maybe I go Maybe 67 was too low Maybe I should have said 78 degrees or something To make the point Funnier Anyways Swinging a mess Or whatever But the point is Now I got them Somewhere I get them I start talking about my kids Single fathers, parenting, this and that, and I start getting oh, by by the end of that show, by the end of that show, ladies and gentlemen, they didn't want me to get off that stage, man. And that was a great fucking feeling. I felt accomplished because of where I came from from the beginning of that set. Like I'm telling you, the first up to maybe five minutes. After five minutes, you start to freak out a little bit, like, oh shit. But I never gave up. I never gave up because, like I said. Very friendly faces, happy, like they're just excited, they're happy to be there. Uh, I mean, just you know, I can feel kindness in the room. You know, um, you know when there's rejection. Once you get up on stage, like I've been in those situations when I go up there, and they don't even give you a shot. They don't even give you a chance. They're like, they they start sidebarring, moving, adjusting their seats, going to the bathroom, getting a drink. They don't even want to hear you out. I've been in those redneck situations before. Trust me, this wasn't it. This was an audience who wanted to laugh. So by the end of by the end of the night, I fucking get them right. Boom, boom, swinging, kicking, everything, bro. Like I did. I only did like forty five minutes. I could have gone longer, but I wanted to leave on a high. I didn't want to come down. I don't want to feel what I felt in the first five minutes, right? So I want to get up on the high. So I got off like right at 45. And uh, the just place just had a, you know, had a fucking great time. Erupted in a very positive way. And I had a blast. And that just, that momentum took me into the rest of the weekend. In I I arrived, I landed in Washington, D.C. with confidence. I said, dude, I just did Boston last night. 
to some of those people, most of those people have never heard of me, much less seen me. And I, I you know, this to myself. Well, I'm, you know, telling this to myself. I, I traveled by myself this time around. So anyway, I'm trying to say that I land to D.C. with confidence. I get to D.C. Certain, the first show was not the best, not the best show. But I got through it and I still felt like, okay, we, I got them. It was fine. It was cool. Uh, it was a very young crowd. Very young crowd. And that's the other thing I was trying to work a little bit more on. I need to connect to a younger audience. So I'm working. Those are some of the new bits that I'm working on. Is I'm touching on some of those situations about younger people, how we how they are today, what I'm noticing about young people, starting to write bits like that, and those are becoming very fun bits to write. But I was swinging and missing a few times with them. They, basically, I performed in front of a crowd that very few of them, if not maybe none of them, had kids. Literally, it's like I was, I felt like I was performing to a college, uh, and so I had to like. Again, and I'm switching gears and trying this. Let's try that. I will talk about my kids. They weren't feeling it. We don't give a fuck about your kids. Back to back up. Talk about, you know, being young. Back in my day. Now I'm this old. So now I have to like, I'm not going to, I'm not one of you guys, obviously. I'm not one of you age-wise. So now I have to talk about my old ass and make fun a little bit about my old ass versus being young. So now I'm trying this out. So now I'm trying these jokes that I've, they're not even nowhere ready. They're just premises, but I'm throwing them out there and I get them for a little bit. Then I would lose them. Then I would get them. They want to lose them. I would get them. The whole show was like that. I would make them laugh for like two, three minutes. Then I would not get any laughs for like a, full, a couple minutes at a time. So it was going a lot of boom, like a fucking puncher for like a boxing match, bro. Boom, 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 back and forth. With all that said, I had a good time, right? Sold some shirts. It was cool. Got the first set out of the way. And after that, I just settled in, dude. I settled in. And the next three shows, Friday, 10 p.m., people came. Older people showed up, which is kind of a bizarre world. Having a bunch of young people come out at 8 and a bunch of older people come out at 10 made no sense to me. But, hey, then again, I am in the East Coast, dog. So I don't understand any of this shit that's going on here. So... Had a great fucking set, 10 o'clock show. And then Saturday, 8 o'clock, that's when a oh, bunch of my fans showed up. A bunch of them fucking showed up, 8 o'clock. A lot of most people there have heard of me, know who I was. I was very excited about that. And they were ready to hear a motherfucker preach about kids, about all that shit. They wanted it all. And I had a blast for them. And the 10 o'clock, which is a little mix, again, another mixed crowd, a little older, a little uh, younger, I mean, actually another young crowd. And... So I had to just roll with the punches, but at the end of the day, I had a, I still had a good time. So it was a good fucking weekend and a good experience, man. Really enjoying it. Um, with that said, you know, I, I'm I'm ready, prepared for Brea this Thursday. Brea this Thursday. And uh, tickets are doing pretty well, man. I appreciate everybody who's been buying tickets. Uh, we'll have at least half the room sold, if not more, dog. I, I'm close to half already. So hopefully, see, you'll get it. Sales pick up a little bit more, but I'm content. I'm content. Ay, ay, ay. Content, uh, contento. And uh, I'm happy, dog. It's, we'll be good. We'll be good. It ain't going to be no Ralph Barbosa, you know. Uh, fucking, I was there last, I was in Brea last night. I was trying to do a guest spot, trying to get in there in time to, you know, promote my night. Uh, again, like I said, I didn't get there in, 
on time. I literally got there like a seven fifty. I went up on stage like a seven fifty five. But anyways, um, um, that place was slam, slam full, slam dog. And I'm just like, man, it's so impressive. It's just so impressive, dog. Bro, I got there around. It was like seven forty when I was pulling up to the club, and there were still people outside trying to get in, dog. Trying to get in for the box office, like a waiting list situation, fool. And I get into the club. Obviously, it's like you just hear the fucking crowd, the roars, whatever of people in there. I take a peek out there and just a, an ocean of people. I look like Besame Mucho out there. Ay, ay, ay. Just coming back. Um, no, I was just so impressed, man. And that place holds like 400 people, 450, man. It's felt, it looked like six, 700 in there, dog. They, they fucking squeeze them all in there, bro. And it's just amazing to see, fool. And I'm over here with like 150 fucking tickets sold. Like, that, yeah, it's, it's totally. I can't. He's at a level that no one's competing with right now, bro. No one's competing at a level. I'm not, I'm not, like, no one. Not, no, no, at least right now, no one. At, at that comedy club level, yeah. I'm not saying it's Joe Coy, Gabriel Iglesias, or even George Lopez. No. Comedy club level, no one's competing. Easy example, if you go to the Brea Improv website, which obviously it's not, it's not going to be there anymore because the show passed, but uh, if you would have looked at that website over a month ago, let's say January 5, right? If you went to that website January 5, you'll see all the upcoming shows, all for January, all for February, and all for March, right? And you see some big-ass names there. You're looking at... Okay, pinche uh, Marlon Wayans. You're looking at pinche Earthquake. You're looking at a uh, bunch, of, bunch of big names, fool. Right? Uh, Jeffrey Ross. Uh, bunch of names, right? Todos, those way. Including yours truly, right? You see all the fucking upcoming shows coming up. The only one, this is back in January. And the show sold out in, in November. The only one that showed sold out was Rob Barbosa. For every, all the other shows, including mine, tickets very much available. And we're talking about some big fucking names in there, bro. We're talking about Steve-O. And uh, shows are going to sell, sell out eventually. But not as quick as this young man. This man, this guy sold out the Bread Improv in October. What is that? Almost three, four months ago. Way before this George Lopez fiasco. So it's not about the George Lopez. George Lopez just tipped it and just made it the volcano erupt even harder. But it was already erupting, fool. So, yeah, it's just amazing, man. And I got to hang out with him. He came to HP. He came to the pad. He came to the house. He hit me up like, hey, I want to play some basketball. I was going to play. And that's the day it started raining. And, uh. And I was like, well, it's raining, fool. Let me see what I can do. Let's see if I can find a gym. And I just hit up the, the gym here by my house, South Lake Park. And yeah, they're like, plenty of space available. They're like, plenty of seats available. Like your show, March 2nd, dog. Igual, way. Kyle, way. We'll put you in. And sure enough, dog, I got there. And um, yeah, I just, just paid five bucks. So I come down, Kyle, way. They came down. Shout out to Jesus Castillo. Pinche Luis Juarez, uh, Pinche the homie Alfred Robles came down too. Bunch of cats came out. He like he sent out like a bunch of invites. Started texting people, and 
they obviously they all wanted to come hang out with Rob Barbosa, so a bunch of motherfucking heads showed up. And we played, we balled it up a little bit. Yes, I balled it up. Even me, dog. Con que vergüenza, yo también, wey. I'm that guy too, fool. Rob Barbosa calls to play basketball. I'm like, I'm there. But my kids, my kids who beg me every day, please, dad, please play basketball with us. Just shoot the ball. Just dribble for five minutes. I'm like, no, man, no. I'm too old for that shit. No. But this motherfucker, Rob Barbosa, calls me like, hey, you want to play some basketball? Yes. Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> it felt that way, bro. It's not like that, but it felt that way. I do shoot around with my kids. I do play basketball with my kids, but not as often as I should, and that's why it felt that way. Um, I was tripping out on that. But... uh I, but it was cool that they came here, like, to HP, though. I, I didn't want to be driving all over the fucking city, Whittier, La Chingada. So it was cool. And then we went to Gobi, went to El Pescador, across the street uh, near the, um, what is that, Bell in Florence. Went there, just hanging out, chopping it up, fool, and, and just telling them how fucking happy I'm from, dog. And everything's cool. You know, got a little cheese made here and there and shit, but, you know, I don't want to get into all that. But give me a little bit of the, little, little of the scoop of what's going on with shit. Um... You saw pictures. Uh, he got he got to hang out with Dave Chappelle. And that motherfucker, Dave Chappelle, and him were chopping it up. I mean, Dave Chappelle said he told me that Dave Chappelle had flown in that Friday, that Wednesday, flew in that Wednesday from New Zealand and went straight to the improv to go watch this kid do his thing. He's at him. He wanted to see it for himself. What the fuck is all the hoopla about? And he went to go check him out, and they, they talk and they hung out in the green room, and it's just like, just one of those things, like. It's like, it's just what it, it, that's what that's how it is sometimes, bro. Like it, it is what it is, bro. And all that does to me is motivate me. Though. It just motivates me, like yeah, bro. Like as long as you're funny, because that's again, that's that's the whole point about this guy, ladies and gentlemen, is that as long as you're funny, and you're putting the work, and you're writing, and you're doing the right things, yes, of course, stuff like that can happen to you, can happen to you, may not happen to you. But can happen to you. And that's where I'm at right now. Like, like I'm just like, let's just focus. For me, let me just focus on making these people laugh that are coming to my shows right now. And and holding on to these people. And they, let these motherfuckers, you who listen to this podcast and come to my shows. And just you motherfuckers spread, spread this shit. This young man blew up because of a viral video that he, who who performed on that shit? He did. Who wrote those jokes? He did. He did, bro. And then, then that viral video just spread like wildfire. Like like hundreds of millions of views, whatever the fuck it got. It's gotten over 10, 20 million views. I've got a couple of videos, okay, 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 1 million, you know, okay, 1.2, okay, 1 point. I got a couple from my fucking HBO special. There's clips out there every day. People seeing them every fucking day. But not to that fucking, you know, that's what happens. Trust me, this is what we talk about. Like, the manager of the Laugh Factory, Chocolate Sundays, the booker, you know, beautiful young lady, calls me, dude. She just calls me like, hey, dude, like, what's up with this Rob Barbosa guy? Like, what's going on? I'm like, dude, everyone's trying to figure out. And she's a booker, bro. Like, she's around people like Chris Rock and Pinche, Kevin Hart, and real, real fucking, real people, that real comedians, like, are her fucking friends. Uh... And she's just like, I can't, I don't know, I don't know, I can't figure it out. Like, she's like, she's like, like, I, I love, she's like, I love your clips. I, we put up your clips all the time on Chuck and Sons. You always kill it here. 
why can't your videos go viral like that? I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea. It just happens. Like, nobody knows. Ralph doesn't know. Like, Ralph, you ask Ralph, Ralph will tell you, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I just know that I performed the show. I fucking did good. And that's what happens. And it just, before I know it, that video just went fucking crazy everywhere. It just happens, fool. It just, it's, on, it's on us. And there's a bunch of little mini viral people out there selling out. There's people out there that I don't even know who they are. I've never heard of them myself. Comedians get from the East Coast, get from Chicago, get from Texas. They're like viral, quote unquote, selling out, quote unquote. They are. They are selling out rooms, clubs. Not, not like at this spectrum, like this cat, but selling out as well. Like also, you know? And because their video went little mini mini viral, like let's say 2 million, 3 million, 4 million, 5 million, not those 20 million, 30 million that Ralphie has, but enough to like have sales. And I'm at the 1 million, 1 point something. And that's my best ones. I'm not saying all of them. That's the best. My other videos are like, like 200,000, 300,000, 400,000, you know, which obviously does not constitute to enough people watching it where they're going to come and sell and buy tickets right? all the time and sell out everywhere I go. It's just crazy, man. It's just, it's one of those things where you just kind of like, and I'm, and I'm sharing this because a lot of my, I'm getting a lot of messages. Like I'm getting a lot of DMs like, why not you? What are you doing wrong? You should be doing that. You should be on here. You should be selling out. You should be. And I appreciate that. And I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. And I do. I'm getting these messages like, shout out to like Marcos Fregoso, Pinche, uh, Israel, fucking all these people hitting me up. Like, yo, when when is your turn, fool? Like, you you should have been fucking on this spotlight. Why couldn't George Lopez say your name? Kind of shit. Like, it's not about that. It's not just, it's not about George Lopez saying his name, bro. Like, these, he had sold out in October, bro. It has nothing to do with that. It's funny, you laughing and all that, but it's true. Uh, I go, I don't know, bro. And then at the end of the day, I got to check myself, my material, my everything, fool. Like, I have to do a self-diagnosis, self-inventory, my material, and do better. And do fucking better, dog. And I hope I am. And I hope I am and just, and I hope I do. And, that, and that's, like, that's all you can do. Like, and that's because that's, like, that's the advice that I share to younger comics who ask me, like, how do you do it? Like, how do you get to perform all over the country and tour and fly places and perform here and there i go i just i just know that i'm i work hard i just know that i'm working hard that i take this serious that i love this fucking sh this this fucking job i'm blessed to do it i don't take it for granted it pays my bills it feeds my children i'm living a dream and i just know that i don't want to lose any of that and you know, so that fuels me dog to keep working at it. Because sometimes the cats who ask me for this advice, like, don't want to put the work, fool. Or I don't see them putting the work. And that's what bothers me. And I've said this to you guys a few times. You can't just ask, how do you do it? Where you're not even, like, trying, fool. You know? It's like, I, I don't know, fool. It's, it's, it's hard to compare to something. I'm trying to compare it to another job, fool. But it's like, how do you want to get better at something? Because the job is very simple. The job is very simple. 
write jokes, perform them well. If you want to be a comedian, write jokes, perform them well. Perform them. Now, you're going to write jokes, and some of them are going to suck. You have to be able to realize that they're not good and come back to the drawing board and do it again. All right? I write jokes all the time, and some of them mi fail miserably, bro. Miserably, bro. And I have to go back, and I have to realize that, man, that joke's not working. That joke's no good. That is not funny. That's been said before. That's been done. That's hacky. That's not original enough. That, do better. And I have to scratch all that shit off and start again. All right? Some people, what I'm trying to tell you, a lot of comics don't do that. Don't do that. Like they just like it's what that one is like that one saying doing this uh, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. That's how a lot of comedians start. And and then they blame other people. And blame. Why is that guy getting this? I, I'm younger. I'm better. I'm better looking. I'm funnier. I'm louder. I do voices. I, do, I dance. I bro. Folks, stop. Just. There's a reason why people are not gravitating to you, as they should. Like, to me, one of my self-diagnoses is just what I just realized, what I've told you guys about 10 minutes ago, that I have to connect to a younger audience. I'm not connecting to a younger audience, compa. I listen to, like, Ralph's material, and then the, and then the feedback I got from some of the audiences this weekend, the young audiences, I'm not connecting to the young, to the 20s. And I'm not saying that I have to or I need to, But let's try. Let's try. I can't just, I just can't zero in on a specific genre. I'm just going to closet myself in on that. And that, that can lead to nowhere. But if I expand and broaden myself more, then I'm able to like, oh, there's some 20-year-olds. Oh, there's some 30-year-olds. There's some 40-year-olds, some 50-year-olds. Like, like, that's my goal. I want to make, I've all said, I've all, I just want to make, Everybody laugh, fool. Everybody. Which is one of the reasons I love and enjoy talking about my kids. Because everybody has kids, no matter what color you fucking are, what background you have, what religion you are. Everybody has fucking kids, dog. And we all get stressed out. And, 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 we, and you know, we fucking get overwhelmed with our children, dog. And that's where I'm coming from. But not every young child has kids. Every young person has kids. Less and less younger people have kids. So now I have to figure out a way to connect with them. Again, not that I have to, but it's nice. It's, it'll be nice. It'll be cool to connect to a little younger audience once in a while. Say a few jokes. Have some jokes in my back pocket that they can fucking connect to. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I don't know. I'm all over the place again, fool. But uh, it was very cool. It was cool hanging out with them, fool. Uh, and... Uh, I don't know when I'm going to hang out with him again, but I will be in Dallas, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. I'll be co-headlining with one of his openers, Luis Juarez. We had this show set since, like, one of the times I was in Fort Worth back in, like, August. Uh, they gave me that uh, a one-nighter March 17th, and I told Luis, hey, you want to do it with me, dog? Let's go 50-50. Let's have a good time. And he's a great guy, funny cat, cool person to hang with, dog, and I'm looking forward to that. Um... Will Rafa be there? Maybe yes. Maybe no. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, other than that, dog, it's just been a trip. Been a fucking trip.
uh, got to uh, experience some snow, Boston especially, and one day in Washington. And uh, let me tell you, I haven't, I've, I could probably count the number of times on my hand, the times I've touched or experienced actual snowfall. I've been to the snow. I've been to the big bears. I've been to the mountains after the fucking snow or like whatever. I've touched snow. I've, I've used to go more when my kids were little, right? At least once a year. But not never when it's actually snowing. And that's fucking cool experience. Having snow fall on you, it's pretty dope. You forget it's cold, right? You forget, like, the, you know, you forget that it's a fucking winter, dog. And you just, you're enjoying it. You, you kind of like, a, you kind of just have to stop and just, like, look up and watch it and admire it for a little bit. And it's pretty dope. It's very, very cool. Uh, I, it's one of the things where I felt guilty because all three of my kids want to experience that. And they haven't. I don't think they have, at least not often or at all. And so, like, I tell, I tell them this, I FaceTime them, I fucking send them videos and pictures like a pendejo, and they're just like, oh, I wish I was there. And this is why I don't fucking call my kids. This is why I don't fucking, I'm like, this is why I don't like calling you guys. Because you motherfuckers just guilt me when I'm out of town and I'm having a good time and I'm experiencing something pretty fucking cool. Then I want to tell you about it, and I just get the the picture glossy, uh, watery eye emoji or the, why I wish I was there, Oh. Ah, it sucks over here. It's cold. It's raining. It's windy. And I'm just like fucking selfieing it. We're like, yo, look at the snow, dog. Check it out, fool. <laughs> and now they're like, now I feel like a like a fucking asshole, dog. That I'm over here, be chick, having a white winter wonderland. <laughs> and and anyways, it's, I, I I feel like that a lot, dude. Like for real, man. Like like when I went to Chicago, I went to a Wrigley Field Cubs game and. The whole time I'm feeling guilty, dude. Like, man. I'm telling my kids, especially Adrian was a huge baseball. And at the time, Diego was into baseball a lot, too. So I'm telling them, hey, four more fucking they invite. Because some fans, some fans took us to the game, dude. Like, they came to the show. They said, hey, we got four tickets for take you guys to the game tomorrow. I'm like, I'm fucking there, dog. And uh, I went, fool. What are your stuff? A lot of things like that that I do. And like other times I've been to DC, like when, to, when I went to DC, I didn't go this time. I didn't go walk around. It was snowing. It was cold. It was not cool. I was far. Uh, so I didn't go to like, we've gone to like the White House. One time I was out there with Jesus and we went to the White House. We went to all that shit, dog. Um, and again, like I feel guilty. Like, oh man, I wish my kids were here. New York, Empire State Building, touching. That's another one my kids are bugging. Take me to New York. When are you going to go to New York? First of all, New York is not calling, fool. New York is not fucking with Jerry G right now, dog. I don't know why. And when they do call, they want to give me $500, fool. Like, get the fuck out of here, dog. Uh, so, no, I haven't gone to New York in a while. But I want to take them. The kids want me to take I want. I think I'm going to just do a, a family trip, dog. Fuck it. And... Ugh, that, that's got to be expensive. Like, just saying it out, out, out loud. Oh, way. But it's something I make these fucking sacrifices, dog, because sometimes I enjoy my I enjoy myself a little too much out there, man, you know? Especially, and then you ladies are, like, just too kind to me sometimes. Like, the people, I mean, the fans, the guys and the girls. A little too, too kind over there. You guys are just too nice. 
buy me dinner, take me like it's, you know, you get a little spoiled, man. I feel bad, dog. Sometimes I feel bad. Um, but yeah, I'll be back. I'm going to like Newark or is it Newark, Philly? I'm, I know we're landing in Philadelphia and then driving seven miles into the next neighboring state, whatever that is. Is it New Jersey, Newark? Something full, but they they booked me and Christian, dog. So we're going, dog. We're going. April 15th, we'll be there. Uh, what are, what are, let me see if I got a few more dates coming up. Uh, let me see what else I got here. Uh, oh, man. All right, all right, all right. Uh, I think that's it. I'm going to be wrapping it up soon, guys. I'll, I'll get out of your way soon, guys. Don't worry. Uh, what is it? Adelanto? What the fuck? I guess I'm going to Adelanto. I forgot why. Uh, let me see here. I will be going to WrestleMania April 2nd, Sunday, dog. Yes. Is this how much I get guilted? Then I, I'm buying WrestleMania tickets. I got... Re- Dude, I don't even want to tell you, motherfuckers, bro. I got about six. For, first of all, four. About four. It's going to be me and my three kids, right? Uh, basically, for Nicolás. Nicolás, the one is all fanboy on, rest, on wrestling right now, right? And I, I watch it with him sometimes, and I watch some YouTube stuff with him, and it's fun and whatever, dog. So anyways, but I can't just take me and Nicolas to WrestleMania, bro. You know, not too long ago, both my other two kids were big time into wrestling as well. Like five years ago, when they were, when they were six, seven, eight, nine, ten, they were all into wrestling, fool. They're over it now, obviously, being in high school. They don't, they don't think it's cool anymore. But when it comes to WrestleMania... Who is not down to go to WrestleMania, right? So I told, so I told, I told my other ones to first. Hey, Phil, just this back like in I don't know when it when it came out back in August, July when it dropped. I said, hey man, hey guys, just to let you know, I'm thinking about taking Nicolas to WrestleMania in April next year. Um, what y'all think? They're like, oh, that's cool, man, that's cool. You, would you guys want to go to something like that? I know you guys are not really into wrestling. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll go uh, to WrestleMania, of course. Yeah, we'll go to it. I'm like, all of a sudden. And of course, right? And then, sorry, look, listen, guys. Now, I'm not buying like that. I'm not buying. I bought, like, tickets way up there, fool. Like, way, way up there, fool. Like, I think we're staying, we're, I think we're close to the Staples Center, that actual inside the damn state. We're, we're barely made it into the stadium, fool. We got some seats way up there. And the 500s, bro, that's how high they are. Uh, and they were still expensive, fool. Anyways. Uh, so I got about these four tickets, and then my nephew, who's autistic, who I've talked to you guys to before, he's also a teenager right now. He's in high school, ninth grade, but he's autistic. Asperger's, dog. Compita. So like every autistic kid, he's very much into wrestling, right? He loves wrestling, bro. I think that's what keeps that business alive. Fool, people on the spectrum is what keeps WWE in business, dog. Porque that's this motherfucker, he loves it, bro, right? He loves wrestling, fool. And so does his little brother, who's like five years old. Of course. Of course he's going to love wrestling. He's five. So they're like hardcore fans, fool. So I bought the tickets. Oh, yeah, that was my that was the conversation I had with my two other boys. So I said, listen, I'm going to buy four tickets to WrestleMania. And they're like, oh, yeah? Yeah? Yeah, but listen, I'm going to take Nicolás, fool. Of course, of course. Yeah, I'm going to take Nicolás, 
And I'm thinking, the other two tickets, you guys decide. I told him, you guys decide. What do you want to do? Do you two want to go? You old ass, pinches, bigotones, fucking high school, pinches, basketball players who don't watch WWE, who haven't watched WWE in over five years. Do you two want to go? Or would you like to give up your tickets to your cousins who, as you know, are very passionate, passionate WrestleMania fans, wrestling fans. And I'll give you this. I'll give them this. They thought about it. They stopped. They got stopped. They, they were speechless. But after like three, four, five minutes of thinking about it, they're like, ah, oh, but it's WrestleMania, dude. Like, that's like a one-in-a-lifetime opportunity, dude. Especially Diego the oldest. That fool's like, he's like a fucking clout chaser, fool. And he's more like, he likes to be, he's, he, he suffers from, uh, what is that, FOMO? Fear of missing out. He's one of those guys. Adrian, who's a little bit more low-key, more chill, more laid back, he was like, I'll give him my seat. I'll give him my seat, fool. Like, it's all good. And like, it's cool. You could go. You could take, you know, Brandon or, or Alex. It's all good. And and then, uh, and then, uh, but Diego's like, Diego kind of kind of stood firm like, dude, it's WrestleMania though. Like, The Rock is going to come back. Like, all these surprises, celebrities, and it's in Hollywood. Like, when is he going to come back to L.A. again? Like, ah, oh, come on, Dad. Like, I want to go, man. I want to go. And then he, he give me the, like, how about you give up your ticket and I'll chaperone him, which was not the worst idea, but I want to go. But I also want to go, man. And I'm paying a lot of fucking money for these tickets, dog. No, and then the, my sister, the, the mama, she wouldn't allow that she, because my nephew who's on the spectrum needs you know, actual supervision and the other kid is five years old. She's not going to let Diego, my oldest, that 14, 15, watch them, doc. And not at a place like that. Not an event like that. Because it did cross my mind. I'm trying to be funny about it. But it did cross my mind. I said, what if I just send the four fucking kids? Like Diego, uh, Nicolas, and my two nephews. And me and Adrian chill hang back and we always like, we'll I drop them off and pick them up kind of shit. And for like a second, and then just thinking about it, I'm like, nah, my sister's not gonna fly, and and my baby's mama's not gonna let that fly either. She's not gonna be like, you're not gonna fucking send my son to go fucking babysit and chaperone and be responsible for at least. No, hell, nah, fuck that. Anyways, at the end of the story, basically, Diego like put his foot down, like, nah, man, I want to go, dog. Like, come on. And I'm like, okay, fine. So I ended up buying two more tickets. So I, bought, so I bought two more tickets, fool. Because I couldn't go to WrestleMania and not take my little fucking uh, nephew, nephews, dog. I couldn't, dog. They're, they're the biggest fans of, of fans, dog. <laughs> like, that's fucked up, fool. You know? And we're not. And me, Diego, Adrian are not. So how are we, like, that's not cool, basically. So I, anyways, and now you can be like, oh, why don't you just tell your sister to fucking chip in? I said, I can't do that either. Like, this is like... She just has twins, dog. She has enough fucking bills and diapers and shit she needs to be buying for those twin girls. Like, I can't just tell her, hey, fool, give me three or fucking three, four hundred bucks or pay half of these fucking tickets or whatever the fuck. I can't do that, dog. I can't do that. All right. You know what I'm saying? That's the little dilemma of being a fucking adult. Being an adult way, a caring adult. 
that has a heart, fool. I wish I didn't have a fucking heart. Like, I, I don't know, like, these people who don't give a fuck, man. No se como la hacen, wey. I, I get a conscience with everything except cheating. Everything else, fool. I get a conscience. All right, I gotta go. I gotta go. I may have to delete the last part, fool. All right, guys. Y'all have a great fucking weekend, dog. Uh, I love you, motherfuckers, dog. And, uh, yeah, man. Please, Brea Improv this weekend. All right. Oh, we just added San Diego. Those Toxicos just added San Diego March 24th, Friday night. March 24th, Friday night. All right. Uh, March 2nd, please, this Thursday. Ahí los miramos en Brea Improv. Come say what's up. If you listen to the podcast, let me know so I can give you a shout out. I'll be writing the shout outs. Do I even take some screenshots? Uh, it's too late. To, we'll, we'll hold the screenshots for next week, dog. All right. Um, that's it, man. Uh, have a good night, guys. Have a great rest of the week. Stay dry. I didn't talk much. I didn't talk much about the weather here because I wasn't here, motherfuckers. Ha 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 ha! I know. I heard like all you motherfuckers. Uh, the storm, the flooding, the snowing, the hail. Yeah, I was like, I'm over here in the beautiful fucking east coast with the night light snow dropping on my nose in my pomp hair. Fool, I'm. Chilling like a villain in the Hyatt, cause in the Hyatt hotel, fucking chilling. Oof, oh my God, si supieran, si supieran, que relajado. Can you tell? Can you tell how rested I am for this weekend? While well, you motherfuckers were going through Stormwatch 2023, fool. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I can't. I I'm, I feel a little bad, but not that much. All right, <laughs> but anyways, love you guys, man. Thanks for everything. Have a great, great night.